I want to be one product where I can sit there and like be really proud of it. Hey everyone, my name is Chris and welcome to the Click Collective podcast, I Started a Business. This show is all about inspiring, encouraging and motivating e-commerce enthusiasts and entrepreneurs by sharing successful small business stories. Click Collective is the first co-working space built around the needs of an e-commerce community and we're home to some pretty cool brands. Each episode, we'll sit down with one of our members and chat about their journey, why they started, how they're going, their highs and lows, and everything in between. This episode, we sit down with the young and enthusiastic Jasper Mutimer, founder of Mutimer, who is taking his ideal collection of clothes and releasing it to the world as a modern streetwear brand. Jasper, how are we? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Thank you, mate. Good. Thank you. Um, Welcome to I Started a Business. We're really excited to have you on today, mainly because you're a brand new member. You're like a week old. So uh, we don't know a huge amount about you and we're very excited to learn a bit more. So we're going to start every every episode the same way. Old Faithful, um, who are you and what do you do? Uh, so I'm Jasper Mutimer and I run a clothing brand called Mutimer. So obviously my last name and it's mainly like a streetwear brand kind of targeted at people about like 16 to late 20s. Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, so you said Mutimer, your last name. It's been around for nearly three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're on the younger side, your early 20s? Yeah, 22. Yeah, cool. What made you to decide to start your own business so young? I guess when I like initially got into it, it was more so not like looking to start a business. It was kind of, I was tossing up when I was like finishing year 12 between doing like architecture at uni or commerce, which I ended up doing. And the kind of deal I made with myself was I'll do commerce because I kind of got turned off architecture for various reasons. But by like doing the clothing brand, I'd still have something creative. Yeah. Because that was kind because I knew that even if I told myself, yeah, I'll paint or whatever, which I like to do, that like life would get in the way and that I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. And then I didn't want to be looking back and be like, ah. I kind of wish I did do architecture or was still doing something creative. (laughs) Right. So it kind of just started more so as a hobby and like as a creative pursuit. You're right. Um, So I was going to ask why clothing brand, but have you always had a passion in the clothing industry? As you said, architecture was another aspect of you. You were going to go down that that route, but did you always have a passion for for streetwear and clothes wear? Yeah, I guess like I've always kind of liked design. Like my grandma used to take me to the NGV and things like that when I was younger. And I think like as most like 13, 14 year old boys want to do, you want to look cool. (laughs) And then like one of the ways you do that is obviously through clothes and you see kids older than you at school and you think like, oh, why is he wearing that? Or like, why do people think that's cool? So I think like the combination of design and like being a 13 or 14 year old boy led me into clothes. And then it's kind of just like falling down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Now, Mutima is in its, as I said, its early stages. It's been around for nearly three years, but in that time you've worked at a t- as a tutor at two different places. You've, you've been completing a degree. You've started your own business and obviously juggling a social life. How do you manage all of that? The pandemic helped. <laughs> obviously the jobs kind of like slowed up, but I guess like the clothing brand was more so just a hobby. So it was more like just pure enjoyment and I'd do it whenever I had spare time. And, like, if you went and looked, you could see there was, like, big gaps between releases and things like that. And that was kind of just being, like, busy with life, which kind of gets in the way and led to these big gaps. But it still meant that I had something outside to do as a hobby. Like, many of my friends, like, played games and I played, like, heaps of games. 
Yeah. And then stupidly, like February 2020, I sold my PlayStation because I was like, I'm going to focus on the clothing <laughs> oh, brand. No. And then the pandemic comes <laughs> in and all that my mates doing are playing games online, talking to each other. But I almost had like no excuse at that point. You just had to do it. Yeah. That was like the time I had and I enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. And that's so, super important yeah. as well. Um, now, I noticed on your LinkedIn, because I did a bit of stalking in preparation for this episode, um, Mutimer is entirely self-funded. Was that important to you when creating the business or did it kind of just happen? It was kind of almost a necessity because obviously I've listened to like a lot of other podcasts of like people starting brands and things like that. And like the lady who started Canva, you know, they go to pitch decks, they go to like investor meetings and it's a bit hard when you're like 18 with no history of like designing clothes or anything to go to someone and be like, hey, can you give me money? Yeah. So it was partly necessity and also like even now it's still even part like I don't want to be reliant on someone else and I'm also a bit of a control freak. Yep. So I imagine taking some risks with like other people's money, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, for sure. Is Mutimer a one-man show? I like I, I know I met your girlfriend yesterday and she was helping um, packing orders and whatnot. And on your Instagram, you, it looks like it's your mates doing the, a lot of the modeling and stuff. Other than that, is it just you? Uh, yeah, basically it's just me. I've got a – I employ like a marketing agency. So they okay. run all the Facebook and Instagram ads. Yep. Okay. And I employ them end of 2021-ish, like September. So they're great. But other than that, it is just me. And then obviously like my mates and – they all help out and they'll do stuff for free. And like you saw my girlfriend yesterday, she'll come in, you know, yeah. pack orders and things like that. Yeah. But otherwise it's just me. You need those kind of people around you though. Yeah, I mean, support. I don't want to be taking modeling photos of myself anyway. Yeah. So it helps having mates and, you know, they're all supportive and they'll come down and whatever they've got expertise in, they'll try and help out. Yeah, or, for sure. Yeah. yeah, cool. Moving on to the brand and the style, uh, was it important to create a brand around what you personally wear yeah a hundred percent mainly because um I don't think I could make things that I don't want to wear in sense of obviously there's a lot of fashion designers who are men who would make women's wear and even though they do it very well I couldn't imagine doing that just solely because like I don't actually know what they want or like what looks good or so for me every item is just like what I want to wear. So that's mainly how it comes down to like the design process thinking like, Oh, I actually really want like a work jacket. Mm. So it's kind of what you're wanting to, to what you need in your day to day life. And then you create that and you, I guess, share it with others. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Now you mentioned uh, before releases and you release your uh, in collections rather than I guess just constant designs. Are they limited edition? Are they gone? It's gone. Like how do your collections work? Um, Like sometimes they do just like sell out and they're not limited edition in the sense that it's planned. It's not like artificial. I'm not sitting there being like, oh, I think 200 people buy the hoodie, so I'm only going to make 100. Okay. So they go quickly. It was more at the start because I didn't have a lot of money. It was all funded through part-time jobs. It was almost like a necessity. So um, I couldn't make a run of 100 hoodies at the start, so I made 30. And then they slowly sell. And then however it happened with other releases, the other ones quickly sold. And then I mainly make production based off just what I think will sell, not yeah. trying to artif- – I could artificially limit it, but 
I mainly just want people to wear the clothes. Yeah, you just want to get it out. Yeah. What made you use your own last name as a brand? So I sort of toyed around with like making clothes designs when I was like 16. Obviously, I had no money, so it was never. <laughs> yeah. But even at 16, I think some of the names I was coming up with, like Sub-Zero and stuff like that. <laughs> That's such a typical 16-year-old brand name. <laughs> yeah, I think that was from playing um, like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's the like first that. thing I yeah. thought of. And obviously it's like the brand that makes a name in the end, but every name I would write down and think of, I was like, God, that's cringe. Like I would hate that <laughs> if I saw a clothing brand with that. So Mutimal was kind of just like obviously as a last name, it's relatively unique. Yeah, I was going to say it's, I've never heard of Mutimal as a last name. I didn't really picture it as a last name until I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. Like I just thought it was your brand name basically. Yeah, so it ends up like being quite good in terms of being unique without coming across in a way that's like cringy or if I tried to pick a brand name myself. Yeah. And when when designing, um, where do you draw your inspiration from? I know you said that um, it's tailored on, I guess, what you're wanting in that point of time, but the actual designs itself, like where do you get your inspiration from? Um, there's obviously a lot of looking at other brands. Yeah. I think like, it'd be silly. A lot of people come out and say that they – you know, look at very esoteric, like, inspirations. Mm. But obviously it's looking at other brands and, like, what I'd like to wear and kind of mishmashing, like, different influences. And it's also things like movies and stuff like that. If I come up with, like, a collection name, it might be based off. So I had a collection kind of central around, like, cowboys and, like, a Western theme. And then it was like, oh, I like those black Dickies jackets and I like when people screen print on them, so... I'm going to like screen print a cowboy on them. Yeah. So kind of mishmashing like different kind of inspirations from both like clothing and movies and pop culture. Yeah, right. And how many collections have you had? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe like five, six. And that's over the span of, of the three years. Yeah, maybe more than that. Maybe like seven or eight. Okay. It's, I can't remember. <laughs> it's all just merging together. Yeah, very much so. I think about seven. Yeah, wow. And I guess with the timeline of Mutimer itself, you mentioned the pandemic and and how that kind of got you really motivated to do it. Over the past three years, you've only now recently moved into Click and working out of here. What's that timeline looking like for the past three years of the idea, the first collection? How long did it take from the first, like, cool, I'm going to start a clothing brand to the first collection actually dropping? Well, in 2018, I was in year 12, and that's when I would kind of, I was gathering like inspiration. So oh, I like that hoodie. I'll put it in the folder on my computer. And then there was just a lot of that. And I got a lot of images. But obviously being in year 12, I wasn't going to like start it. And then over that summer break in year 12, I was working about 30 to 40 hours a week as like a cricket curator. Okay. On pitches. Yeah. So that's where I got a lot of the starting money. And then... It took about from like 2019, the start of 2019 when I was at uni, I was kind of doing things like building the website, making the designs. So even though like I was set on doing it in 2018 in like I only started working on it in 2019 and then the first collection released probably like end of October 2019. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So the whole year you basically spent planning it, getting it ready, the website, the designs, and then I guess finding manufacturers as well is a major step in that yeah right now thinking about like releasing a whole collection that taking a year sounds like a long time but I was like I was fully green on it I had no idea so I was learning it all for the first time and 
obviously that comes with a lot more speed bumps and hurdles. Yeah. You really threw yourself in the deep end, didn't you? Yeah, I had no idea, really. So, <laughs> And I, I, are you saying that, that that year from idea to manufacturing to sales a long time, what's that times timeline looking like now? Like how long from, yep, I'm going to do this collection, I've got all the designs ready. What's that timeline looking like? If I finalised all the designs and things like that, I'll go to the manufacturer, get a sample. That'll take maybe three to four weeks to get to me. And then if the sample's okay, that first sample, and I authorise bulk production, that might take two to three months. So it could take anywhere. From when I come up with the collection, finalise all the designs, it'll probably take about four months to get all the goods. So right now I'm looking at collections maybe six months in advance. Yeah, okay. And how many how many items per collection? Is it a set amount or is it just whatever comes to you? Yeah, it's mainly whatever comes to me. I've been aiming for six, mm-hmm. but for the recent collection I wanted socks and then they weren't made in time so they just get pushed back. Yeah. And then sometimes if I've got like a really themed item, that kind of like hurts because I can't just push it. But for something like socks, I could push it. Yeah, okay. So it's more so just... If I'm happy with the products. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now I mentioned a little while ago that uh, your mates are helping like modeling on your Instagram. Your Instagram has 22,000 followers. How long did it take within the three years to get to that point? Like when did your Instagram really start kicking off? Because it's a lot of people. Yeah. When I first released my collection, I think I had about like the first one, like 300 followers. And then six months later, maybe like a thousand. And it's only within the first six months of this year. I've gone from like 10,000 to 22,000. Yeah. Is that because you've been actually fully focusing on the brand? Yeah. Because before it was very like haphazard, stop, start. And when I wouldn't release a collection for four months, naturally people look at who they're following on Instagram and go, oh, this brand hasn't posted for two, three months. Yep. So what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. And because obviously, as you said, you were completing a degree. So it must be hard to try and focus on your degree. Because what did you study? Uh, Finance and marketing. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. going to obviously help within your e-commerce journey. Um, now, going to the business and the growth and, and the future, you finished your degree. You're now working here at Click. Where did you work prior to here? Uh, prior to here, my friends were running a, like a T-shirt and hoodie printing business. Okay. So I was in an office with them actually near here on Wickham Road. Okay. And um, for one reason or another, like that business, they shut it up. So... I was in an office with them and then I was kind of looking around and then I found Click. So that was kind of the transition. So for six months or like up until now for this year, I only started there this year at that office. And then before that, it was just all out of my bedroom at home. Out at home, yeah, Yeah. which most businesses start out of. Um, What differences have you found since moving into Click? Because it's a pretty different environment. Yeah, I think because I remember looking at places and I found Click and like obviously I did the tour. And I was like, oh, this is great. But initially there wasn't a space that yeah. I wanted, like a size. Yep. And then I was looking at some other places. I was like, oh, I can go to them. But I think for me it was really hard to quantify like the intangibles of Click. Even though I've only been here for a week, it's a lot different being in an environment where everyone's focused on like a similar sort of thing. Yep. And even just like your like quote unquote neighbors are very friendly. Like I've had a few people come up, they introduce themselves and say, oh, if you ever need anything, just like let me know. I saw Julie from Native pop by yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Like she's lovely. Yeah, Yeah. so friendly. Everyone, everyone at Click has said, they've realistically got the same goal. They're all here running their own business. 
So working with like-minded people just helps support so many different businesses. And I guess someone who's starting out still pretty early and I said, you're on the younger side, you're going to have so much experience around you to help you on your journey, which is just so good. Um, When is the next collection dropping? I'm hoping a month. There's one item that's taking a while for production and then I hope a month. Yeah, cool. And that obviously would have started, you know, four, five, six months ago. Yeah, well, I actually wanted that to be the recent collection, but then the item that's being held up is a like a puffer jacket. So okay. getting that right has taken a lot of time compared to just like making a T-shirt. Yeah. And I guess when you planned that last collection, you would have been obviously planning for winter. You yeah. do it by seasons. So yeah. I guess puffer jacket is seasonal, obviously in the heart of winter. Um, with the collections kind of dropping every, I guess, six months or so? Uh, I'm trying now to get a small collection of about five items every like month and a half. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. a lot more than I guess before. Yeah. Now that can you can focus on it on it full time. What is the goal for Mutima? What's the next stage? You've obviously moved down to Click, which you you know you're added out of your room and whatnot. What's the next goal that you're aiming for? Uh, end of the year, I want to do like a pop up shop, a physical retail space. Yeah, cool. So I've been looking at some spaces to do that. And then post that, kind of just continue and grow. Yep. Just keep growing the brand. And um, have you got ideas for the future for collections that you can't really do right now or is it kind of all just happening? Um, sort of, yeah. There's some items which are just prohibitive purely based on the amount that you're making. Yep. So you go to a manufacturer and they go, oh, our minimum is 500. Okay, yeah, like, which uh, is, I'm not really selling 500. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. So you got to kind of pick and choose what you sell based on what you can gain access to and the, the, the amounts of stock you have to order. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, what's your motivation? Obviously, building a business and, and, and whatnot is something you're, you're, you know, you're pushing to do, but some people have quotes, some people have the passion. What keeps Jasper going? Um, I think for me, it's kind of I just want to make like one – Ideally not one, but there, I want to be one product where I can sit there and like be really proud of it. And even a lot of people now post items on like fashion pages and things like that that were like designed 25 years ago and people still look at it now and go, wow, that's really cool and like still looks progressive now. So I want to make one item that's like timeless or a few, ideally. Yeah, cool. So you want to be kind of recognised in years to come of something that's not – I guess not vintage, but something that makes a mark. Yeah, not something that you might look back on like in an op shop and go, oh, I remember when that was popular. That like was a bit shorts. Yeah. I don't know, something stupid <laughs> like that. <laughs> now, I guess as it with with the, the, the push in the, in the future, um, you said the the next collection is in a month or so. Can you tell us what the collection is or the theme or is it a secret? Um, no, I can say. So the theme is um, it's going to be called Take Back Your Life, almost like a – sleazy kind of self-help guru mm-hmm. or like game show salesman. Okay. Yeah, but that's more so just for the videos and things like that, announcing the collection. Yeah, cool. That's going to be your theme. Yeah. It's cool that you you can tell that what you're creating for your different collections is based on what you want to wear. So you know that the passion has gone in and you, if the fact that you would want to wear your own clothing and what you're designing, you can tell it comes across in the marketing and in the product that, you're passionate about what you do, which is super important when you grow a business. Yeah, it's um, – I've been wearing my clothes to the point that all my mates bag me whenever we hang out. Oh, no. You're a walking advertisement. Yeah, I know. And because it's obviously my last name, they go, oh, like you'll never get lost or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did they ask you for, for samples? Did they ask you for 
spare bets. Oh, no, they're really good, even though a lot of them, even though I try and give them a discount, won't want yep. one. So they've been all they want pretty good. You. Yeah, they've all been great. Yeah, cool. That's really cool. You get that a lot here where people, you know, as I said, small businesses, you want to buy from your neighbours and they're like, oh, we'll give you a discount. You're like, well, no, because you want to support the business. So that is very cool. Um, thank you very much for sitting down with us. Uh, very excited to get this out to the world. And, um, yeah, I'll let you get back to work. Easy. Been happy to do it. It's been great. Thanks, Jasper. Thank you. Want to know more about where Jasper runs his business? Click Collective is a warehousing and co-working space built around the needs of an e-commerce community. On site, we have spaces for your warehouse, office, showroom, logistics, and a photography space. So we're a one-stop shop to run your business. You can head to our website to know more at clickcollective.com.au or check out our Instagram at clickcollective.com.au.